BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back to another episode of my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker, you guys. I have a return guest on. You have yet to hear her on this podcast. Her name is Lucy. You might know her from uh, Lucy on the Ground. It's a fantastic meme account. I know you hate when I say meme account, girl. Fuck, what am I supposed to call it? I don't care. Let's just get to... Yeah, okay. You can call me whatever Lucy, you want. Lucy's like, you could call me like open, like open wet fart woman. You don't give a shit today because literally... We together, about a couple weeks ago, did a Selling Sunset deep dive because you and I are both massive fans. But you know, in the world of podcasting, sometimes you have to hold things a couple of weeks for like whatever reason. And so it, I was like gearing up to like go through it, get it posted and have it like come out today when you guys are listening this Thursday. And it was so funny because I was like, I don't want to bug Lucy, but like I kind of feel like we should like re-record. And then just like, because we're so connected girl, Lucy DMs me and she's like, do you think that we should like do like a, like a, like, like, a, like an addendum to the podcast that we did given all the crazy shit that's going down with selling sunset. Now it's almost like what we recorded. It's like, it, it needs an update. Right. So I'm like, yes. yes, I'm down. You know what? Fuck it. Let's just completely re-record. If you're down, I'm down. She was like, I am down. So we fully prepared today to come here and just do like a selling sunset, like like conspiracy theory, what is going on? Is it real? Is it fake? Is Adam DeVello the devil? We, we, we have many different places to go. Are we going to get there? Girl, I don't fucking know if that was the plan, but the news broke like two hours before we were scheduled to record today that Dorinda Medley from The Real Housewives of New York City is no longer with the show. First, it looked as if she quit, and then it's been pretty... It looks pretty clear that she was fired and Lucy's dead. I mean, if you follow Lucy at Lucy on the ground, you will see every single post, every story is about her. And the girl, you've got an addiction. Your brain is broke. I am so, like, just because I kind of, A, we weren't expecting this. We were not even expecting, like, an announcement like, hey, this is coming. Like sometimes right before filming, we know this is happening. We haven't even hit the reunion. We don't even know how delusional she remains in like a few weeks. And I was just like, wait, this isn't real. I just, I, I woke up and it just started rolling in my face and it kept going and it kept changing, but it didn't change. I, I don't know how this happened. But for those of you who don't know, Lucy is a Bravo stan. She is like, you're, you're, you're a pop culture reality TV expert for sure. 
fantastic account on Instagram at Lucy on the ground with rocks at Lucy on the ground, either or. But like you, I mean, would you say that Roni, Roni is like your favorite of all of your children if you had to pick? Yeah. Okay. Yes. No, I have said that before. I have said that uh, many times. If I had a child, that would be my favorite. And <laughs> I, and I can respect that we are kind of in a weird funk with Rahone, like Roni, because also like a year ago this week was Bethany quitting. No way. So, yes. A year ago, like two days ago. No, no, no. This comes at a very terrible time. Okay. So like, I am getting you so raw in your feels. <laughs> You're going to regret this. And also you're an expert. So girl, I want you to just go in. This is a therapy session. This is a conspiracy theory, like breeding ground. You're a horse ready to race. I want you to go. You're going to regret it, but I'm going to go. <laughs> so I can look back on this season and been talking about it. We all have, we're all watching kind of a, a moving train wreck, if you will. Like we know there are going to be changes. I first like, wish more than anything that we had seen Bethany with Tinsley with Leah because I think then we would have had like a three on four kind of situation we would have gotten Leah a little more not so like shocked with these other four crazies right and mourn her element like I like Leah I'm here for Leah but I'm a little worried that Leah looks like the like okay this is the future of Rihoni like Roni which yes it very well could be but I'm not ready for a complete pivot. I said today, the women, like what they're doing on New York is what they are not doing in Hollywood. Like they are not giving women of a certain age a platform to yes. share their drinking, their jobs, their friendships, their, their divorces. Their pants. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like everywhere. They, they, the failure shit. <laughs> yeah, literal shit on the floor, Ramona Singer. They're not seeing that in Hollywood. So- like, bravo, well done you for celebrating these women of a certain age yes. and giving them this platform. That being said, I understand things are going to change, especially Ramona. Yes, she is a terrible person. And yes, <laughs> problematic, especially in the time of a pandemic. She has not been, but they're not supposed to be our guiding lights. Right. They're not, supposed to they're not really role models in case anybody who hasn't been paying attention. <laughs> if, if you were hoping for that, wrong network. To be completely honest, there's like probably five women on this network that I would be like, okay, in a box, perfect. Like I would follow them to the end of the earth. I'll still follow these women to the end of the earth. I just know that we're heading for darkness. Like, and I want to go on that ride. First, Dorinda came out with a statement. It really was like, boom, 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 boom. And it's interesting too. So um, I actually, I have Darren Carp on my radio show, the Taylor Strecker show. And we just yes. finished recording. And of course this news comes out on poor Darren's day. Like I felt bad. Cause like, listen, Darren is a Bravo insider. Okay. And she's really good about keeping it very professional. She never lets anything slip, but she did say this and she, and if she says it, it can be repeated. So I'm not like, you know, speaking out yep. of turn, but she said, I will say this 15% of women that leave like the real housewives, if you will, or you could maybe even say any Bravo celebrity, about 15% choose to leave. That right. would leave 85% being asked to leave or asked to step down or flat out fired. So when we see these women get, you know, booted off the show in very rare circumstances, is it actually their choice? So when the news came out about Dorinda, it felt like she was announcing it, but very quickly, 
Bravo kind of grabbed the horse by the reins, if you will. And they kind of like, it, it became like very rapidly, very clear that she had been let go. So now I'm saying like, Lucy, like, why do we think she was let go? For, how about this? First of all, benefit of the doubt, okay? Do we think Dorinda stepped down from the Real House of New York City? So I think this is a, a they're both things have happened. I think we right now, I'm guessing, and especially because like Dumois is posting, there were focus groups, there were like, you know, they've been doing stuff on this season, knowing that it's kind of been a shit show and they're watching the viewership's well, tweet and people are like, this is, she's awful, right? And now. also I want to say too, bra, something's up at Bravo. We're going to put a pin in that and revisit but this has been going on for, I'm going to say at least the last three to four months, maybe even slightly longer if you've been really paying close attention. But there's a shakeup at Bravo and I don't know who it is. Maybe they're like, they're looking at, you know, Quibi's like this big thing now. Basically Quibi's like, hey, human beings have the attention span of, of fruit flies. We can only give them episodes of for 11 and a half minutes. And are they right? Probably all the children are watching the YouTube. They don't know what's going on. But the thing is, is that like something is happening at Bravo. And as a Bravo fan, Lucy and I both are, I don't know if I like it or not. Do I trust that Bravo is going to make decisions that are, are for my best interest? Not anymore, actually. I'm really, I'm starting to lose my faith in the network as a whole. So we're going to get to that. But yes, like you said, Lucy, New York City has been, we, there's, even just bringing in Leah in and of itself was very like shocking, interesting. She's young. Yes. And we've known that like, obviously we know Bravo needs diversity. They did a fantastic job bringing Garcelle on Bev Hill. She's fucking amazing. Hands down my favorite. Um, she just got actually a spot on the reel now, which is fantastic. Like Garcelle is just, <laughs> she's everything and more. She's exactly what we, we needed in our lives. So thank you for that. But Garcelle is an appropriate age and an appropriate place in her life. And she actually like knew Rinna before and like her and Denise have a relationship. Like Leah really, it was like, I mean, with Tinsley, it kind of worked. But the second Tinsley was gone, Leah was like, she's my age. She's in her mid thirties. I know she's a daughter. So she feels a little bit like she can hold her own with these older women. But like some of these women are double her age and they just cannot relate. And they're just so different. Like it doesn't mean I like Leah. I just don't know if, Roni is where they should have put Leah, but the fact that they made the decision alone was a little nerve wracking. And also I've been hearing whispers for a long time of like, you know, even recently I heard whispers about New Jersey and like a very good source. And I can't reveal my sources because I am, what's the word? A journalist. (laughs) (laughs) What is that called? What's that thing I am? Clearly I'm not. I'm like furthest. Um, I have journalistic integrity, but I, I got really good information that another franchise near New York City, um, they were really looking to bring in diversity, whether that's diversity in terms of like melanated skin, maybe sexual orientation, uh, maybe different age groups, socioeconomic brackets. You know what? I'm going to throw something in there too. Fucking body types. Like, uh, like there's so many more places that we, they could go in terms of diversity. And I'm here for all of the above that I just mentioned, but something that was mentioned to me it was fucking New Jersey. I heard the great fan that Jersey was looking for younger from a very reliable source. And so I thought they should put me on it because I'm selfish. Um, anyway, but, <laughs> and I just moved to Jersey. I'm like, I'll do it. I'm gay. Available. Yes. You don't have like a crazy tan at all times. <laughs> like, that's diversity right there. Those women are in tanning beds every day. Like what is going on in Jersey? 
but so, but this idea of like housewives needs to get younger has been in the ether in the Bravo sphere for a while. And it's like, selfishly because I want to be on the shows. Do I like it? Yes, of course I do. But like from a fan standpoint, why? Why does it need to be younger? I like that it's older. Isn't that the point? So when they bring Leah into New York, it's like, oh shit, is this actually happening? And now the rumor is, okay? So now it almost seems like, and again, we're talking straight up allegations, rumor, rumor mill USA. Leah's beginning a fuck ton of press with, the, with page six. Now, did she pay a publicist to get that press? Probably. Do I think that Bravo would let her speak like to the next season, like just on her own accord. I actually don't think Bravo would do that because I have, mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends that are Bravo celebrities, and so am, were, but I, but like, I know that Bravo, it's very funny to me because like I've, I've had friends on Summer House forever. I have, like, I was friends with somebody who's no longer on Summer House. So I got a real scoop on Summer House. And um, so basically Stephen McGee told me, <laughs> No, he, he doesn't give a shit. It's, it, it, that ship has sailed. But Stephen McGee He's was not like, on their contract, on their payroll anymore. He was like, they're crazy tight lip. Like, 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 they're so psycho about like, even announcing that. Like, they, they, like, they'd be filming Summer House and they'd be like, no Instagramming. Don't post where you are. It's like, we all, know, we're not, st- we're a smart audience. Give us credit. We, like, what's the big cloak and dagger, Bravo? Like, we, it's okay that we know we're filming. You don't have to give storyline. I get that, but like, we can know that they're at the fucking summer house. It's pretty obvious. So there's always been this cook and dagger thing. So the idea that probably would let Leah just speak for Roni, especially if they're going to be changing of the guard, I don't think is the case. But she has been talking a lot in the press about how the show, in her opinion, needs diversity. It needs, you know, it needs youth. It needs a shakeup. And like, now here we are. So this is the thing. Dorinda, is she just like the first of the rest? Or is this a Dorinda-specific thing because now people are saying Sonia, Ramona, the Countess. I heard a rumor. This one really pissed me off. Again, I really like Leah, but this is just downright disrespectful if it's true. The rumor is, is that they're going to get rid of all of those OG housewives and just like basically rebuild Roni around Leah and her friend group, in which case Leah, let's be friends. Uh, But you know what I'm saying? What the hell's going on? So I think, so the Ramona thing started spinning today, obviously. So this Dorinda of it all, I think, I think Dorinda was, I think mutually is what everyone's hearing now, it, which shows how she's positioning it and how Bravo and how it's leaking. Because I do think viewership at Dorinda specifically was, this is a terrible season for her. Yeah. But I think all of us assumed, wow, Dorinda's going to see this. Dorinda's going to get her redemption song. You know, I think they all have a few years left. I think we, you know, Ramona might have one or two seasons, Sonia after that. I did not think, I thought Dorinda was the connection to the lower, like to the younger women. She and Leah are good friends. Countess and her, I think Dorinda, my theory is they filmed the reunion. They've done this focus group already just on like current episodes. They didn't even wait to do a focus group after the reunion. That was there. but Dorinda isn't going to wake up at the reunion. I don't think Andy is showing her everything that happened and we're going to get Dorinda being like, wow, that was out of line. Or wow, you're right, I snapped off there. I don't think Dorinda sees it. And I think mutually they're like, look, I, I think someone said also that Andy has even commented like, always want to have her back at some point. Like really? that she needed a break. Like they are like, you need to step away. 
we need to set, like, if you're not going to change, if you're not going to see what we're seeing and that the viewership is low. And I don't think she cares that the, like, I think she's mad that the fans are mad. I think she's mad at the fans. Like, I don't think she's seeing what we're all saying. And I want, but do you think that's a reason enough to get rid? I mean, yes, controversial, sure, but that's not a good enough reason to get rid of her. Like, when did Bravo become one season? One season of a shitty Dorinda, which granted, I've said Dorinda is kind of like we put her on a pedestal early, early on, and she had a long fall ahead of her. And she's kind of been falling a few seasons. She's been bitchy. She's been snappy. And that's why I think people are even more shocked because those early seasons, Dorinda, we were like, how has she not been on here from season Ramona's a monster. If she's still there, how can Dorinda, like, I like, okay, I'm, so I, I'm going with you. And I know we're like, we are truly guys. This is, this is like, we're reacting in real time. Yeah. It's just happened. We're all over. So we're really trying to unpack it. It's okay. So let's say it's a focus group. The audience hates, uh, they hate Dorinda, right? But like, is that really enough? So like you said, before we even get the reunion to get rid of her, like, okay, so there's gotta that's be more. That's why I'm thinking, that's why I'm thinking it's just like that focus group co- stuff comes back. Another thing to show Dorinda, besides the fact that like Twitter fans, you're reading these accounts, everyone's kind of mad at Dorinda or like trying to understand her. I don't know one person who's looking at Dorinda being like, I get it. Like, no, no she's kind of having. Dorinda is a the peak and the pit of this season. Yes. But that's the yes. thing. When she's good, she's great. When she's bad, she's terrible. But, like, I mean. But oh. think of the people who have been terrible for seasons. Boring. Teddy? You're going to tell me Teddy, Tesswell, and Focus Groups? No way. We're just going to keep her? Like, I just think something else had to happen that Bravo is like, look, we love you. You're incredible for the show. They can look at the reaction today. It's like an OG stepped off. Like, and she's only been on for five years. And we are acting like she was been on since season one, Ramona status. Like, this is upsetting. Anyone who's saying it's not isn't respecting, like, early seasons Dorinda's. The Berkshires. Like, we have lost. We, we no longer have the Berkshires. They is gone. That house, Bluestone Manor, bye-bye. We can't be nice anymore. That's like three episodes a season, minimum three episodes in the Berserkers. We have to change the whole format of New York. So is there, any, is there any going. world, is there any world where you think Dorinda did step down? Is it, because when you really think about mm-hmm. it from like a, from a structural yes. standpoint, from a recasting standpoint, it actually, it does not behoove Bravo. So why would she step down? That's the other thing, right? That's the other well, avenue we can go down. And it makes me think kind of that she's going through stuff and whatever it is, even if she can't put it into words, she's not putting it out there on the show. That's why she's shutting it down every conversation. That's why she's like, thank you. Okay, thanks. And I think also like Carol tweeted, like, you're the one being honest. The only honest housewife is leaving. That's what production does. They get rid of those people. And I was like, why is Carol saying that's where I first saw that somewhere this was maybe a got rid of her situation, which Carol is just bitter because Carol was fired and tries to yes. spin it that she wasn't. Right. Like, ma'am, we are aware. You snapped no, no, no. I do this every did. time somebody's let go from Sirius. I'm like, they fucked you over too, right? And they're like, no, it, it was it was a, a mutual decision. I'm like, liar. But you know what yeah. I mean? Like, so I'm the Carol. <laughs> yeah. But I, think, I guess just have a feeling that Dorinda is so right in her own head right now 
right. that when, when even Bravo came to her and was like, you got to check yourself before you wreck the whole thing. They then had to go like back and forth, like you're not getting it. And she's like, you're not getting it. So it was a mutual, which Bravo can say, okay, we had to let her go. Well, we just saw in Italy with Denise in Rome when she was like, I'm out. So what's interesting with, with Beth Hills is we're seeing the, it's, it's the fourth walls being taken down and we're seeing like we, we've seen Denise say Bravo, 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 which I know from my Bravo Lovely friends is something that you can do to like stop a conversation, stop production. So do they do that? across franchises it's a a known thing in every single and i'm not gonna you know everybody everybody always thinks everything i say about bravo comes directly from stassi's mouth i want to be clear that's not the case i have a lot of bravo friends and a lot of different bravo shows so i happen to know that that is like a consistent thing like if you want like if somebody says something that you're like this can't make it to camera or you're like trying to stop it bravo 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 and then you ruin the scene for everybody and everyone gets mad because you're all at your job and you just cost people like an extra hour on set and people are pissed so but people do it and denise is notorious for doing it and trying to shape her own storyline and it's getting really frustrating and that's why production finally was like you know what screw it break the fourth wall show what she's doing and so now we as audience are like whoa she does that a lot. That's not, that's not honest and truthful. Just to read going, honey, you have to stop doing that. Like, <laughs> and I was like, how many times has she or when, Dorit? Or when Dorit was like, now's the time to say the things you need to say. But that's the thing. It's like, I know I'm not in a reality show, but Jesus Christ, I've been doing radio at my peak. I was doing four hours Monday through Friday of straight talk radio with only commercial breaks. And there were not enough of them. And like, I mean, yeah, you got to fill airtime. You got to fill reality TV show time with your life. And, you know, the more filterless you can be, the better off you are. It's better off for you because it's not so stressful. You know what's stressful? The having to keep a facade when your job is to be a personality. So the best thing you can do if you're in a position like that is just cut yourself free and just be completely wide open. And what we're seeing with Denise is somebody trying to control the situation and it's frustrating for her, frustrating for her co-stars, frustrating for us. I'm still confused about Denise. I'm I'm still not a hundo P on that. I find that whole season, like that is what is so, I think, distinct about New York. We are having a mess right now, but there is no storyline. That's part of the problem. Like we have no kind of driving purpose. Everybody being completely wasted. Even like Tinsley beginning of the season, it was, is she or isn't she? And we all knew, oh, she's about to just elope with Scott, like real right. quick. And so there was something driving there and we could point at why Dorinda was so mad. Now we don't know. But like Beverly Hills is all about, we Story. need so many storylines, pussy gate, panty gate, puppy gate. Like we have all the gates and it's too <laughs> much there. So like there's no, then, then there's middle ground of like the beautiful Potomac that is. But yes. I just think like, there's some in between right now. And that's also the issue that both of these franchises are on right now. Yeah. And it is two different worlds and we don't know which direction it should go. Like, of course I'm frustrated with Beverly Hills. Stop picking on Denise. If she doesn't want to tell you all that she had sex, if she had sex with a man, if she was having an affair with a man, they, they would not be shouting this from the rooftops. It's because it's a woman. It's because it's Brandy. They're like storyline. We need a story. New York. They, they just are like, oh, just give me another drink. That's their story. Right. We're wasted. We are all alcoholics. Um, but the thing with, with, with Denise, when that producer came in, he was like, Denise, like oh. he, he really reprimanded her. And he was like, you don't want to leave. It's bad for you. 
get your ass back in there. And so I, that was the first time I was like, wow, the producers are they, like, we just see the castmates, but like you guys, there's camera, there's sound, there's crew, there's producers there. It's a whole family. And we only see one fourth of the family. So like, oh, yeah. that's the thing is that, you know, I, with Carol talking about producers getting involved, like I could see Dorinda, like Dorinda's fighting with the women, but Dor you know how much fighting Dorinda's probably doing with the producers? So maybe she got in a huge fight with the producer and she just like, Dorinda exploded and was like, fuck it, I'm gone. And they were like, they called her bluff and they were like, okay, fine, bye. And maybe, maybe that's how the cookie crumbled. Cause I don't, I just don't think she's done anything. Like, wait, can we go through, not necessarily mm -hmm. chronological order, but like in recent history past, like maybe the last year or two years, housewife removals, firings, if you will. Okay. And like, like people that There's I'm so like many in the last year. So it's that's crazy. all we have to touch. It's like literally right. But like, okay. So I, I'm going to start with Leanne Locken who deserved it. Cause she was being out. crazy racist. I mean, the shit she was saying about their new Mexican, right. Uh, castmate. She was like the, the thing with Leanne is she loses it no matter what. And she's got a sharp tongue no matter what. But when it comes to race, she just crossed the line. Like, over and over and over again. She had to be getting rid of, as an example. And, and I understand that. she didn't see it. She didn't see it. And it was a little bit of a, like a crocodile tears, like wake up call moment at the reunion. Right. Like that's the issue too. Like there are people who have like, and actually, you know, Ramona hasn't changed anything she's done. But like, I know there, these women are not like, like we said, they're not the, uh, we're not looking to they're them. They're not to, like, the role models of this. society. No. Although but, look at the world we live in. Okay. Like, do we have any role models? It's a low bar. <laughs> it's a low bar. And I'm not saying they're bad people, except Leanne's stuff was just like straight from the show. So Le but Leanne made sense. I predicted they were going to get rid of Leanne before they even did. Like, I was like, oh, if they don't get rid of her, they're like super fucked. Like, yeah. that was like, that was clear cut. There really wasn't any gray. That was like, she's getting yeah. fired. Okay. And then there was such a shakeup in Orange County. That really... Listen, Vicky's a monster, okay? And she said pretty not cool stuff about, like, um, lesbians. I'm one, so I'm allowed to have a very strong opinion. I don't, I think Vicky's an idiot. I don't know that I think Vicky's homophobic. I think she just, like, is a mean girl and says mean girl stuff. So, like, because yeah. some people were like, oh, well, she got fired because she was homophobic. I'm like, I don't think that was it. So, like, and then also, and then Tara. Tara. That yes, was, Vicky. like, so, and... Then I was like, wait a second. Like, I think Vicky is the worst, but like also the, the worst best, the best of the worst. Like the OG of the OC, but the I think OG of every housewife though. Vicky really, like, I know Vicky doesn't own the Housewives franchise. Andy Cohen does. Um, but she was like, I mean, she was definitely at the, she was there for the artificial insemination of the real housewives of everything. So I feel like she deserves like at least to, be on as long as she fucking wants. Do you know what I mean? But, yes, but I do think they like friend of her. And I think, I think Vicky's elimination was a Bravo like statement. Okay, what was the statement? To the women, like to say to them all, no one's safe. It's not gonna, like, except Teresa Judice, probably, because I do think she actually is the driving factor behind Jersey, and, like, you can't, they stopped filming Jersey because of Teresa, right. so, like, that's one thing, but, like, I think it was kind of a, like, you're all getting cocky, you're all saying you're the show, 
you like you don't own the show and I think we know that I think we've had people like Bethany left and we're all like oh no it'll never be the same and like yes it was a crazy season but I know that like it'll still be good again actually now I don't I thought I yeah when LVP left and I believe LVP left Right? Like, like, so, yes, so here are the ones that we believe left. Yes. I believe Bethany left on her own. Well, she left twice. Yes. So I, I know she left. Um, twice. LVP definitely left. Because she still had pump rules. So she was like still in Bravo's good graces. And she's like a EP over there. So she's like, I don't need this shit. Who else left? I think Tamara maybe left. No. They friend of, they friend of her. And she didn't want well, that's, to date her. Uh, really- that's like getting a demotion and then leaving. That's like, they're, they're, like serious trying to do that to me when I worked there. Yeah. In my opinion, this is, I'm, I'm alleging this. I don't know for it to be a fact, <laughs> but like, I remember I had this boss and she was like, did not like me. Did I didn't like her back. And she was like, so you're moving to the six to 10 AM slot. And I was like, great. I'll take it. And she's like, and, and no raise. I was like, fucking fantastic. And I stuck through. Cause I was like, she's trying to demote me out yes. of the position. And I will not, I will make them fire me. <laughs> but like, I think, I think that's what, so, so you think Tamara got demoted, but she, that, but, but she actually was like, forget it. I'm out. I, but their yes. paychecks are just too big though. And truly they support their lifestyles. Like they don't really, I mean, like, I, I, I don't know if they even have the luxury of walking away if they're demoted. Well, that's what I was looking at Tamara's because A, Tamara has like what? Cut Fitness, which hasn't had a person in there besides Eddie in how long? And then the (laughs) CBD things they're doing. But she said, like Tamara posted today because she's connected to this at all. Right. Dorinda, you will be missed. Icon. But it's pretty amazing on the other side. Hashtag Vicky. Hashtag Tamara. Hashtag Leanne. Hashtag LVP. Hashtag Bethany. Hashtag Dorinda. Like, ma'am. Dorinda is A, not an OG. So like, did you forget that? Like, that's who you were ta- hashtagging here. Like Leanne, technically, like, Leanne, I guess she's I guess OG. technically she's an OG of Dallas, but that's a that, that's too brand Four new seasons. of a franchise. Yeah. Man. Oh, someone commented, Tamara, I'm pretty sure the only OG to leave was Nini. So come again. Wait, I mean, so- and when, here we are with Nini. So Nini, we know right now, right now is in negotiations for Atlanta. And it's, and it's she, not going well. And she is tweeting, cray cray up a storm and it looks like it's not going very well exactly so it looks like nini is going to be like like another casualty of another og bites the dust and nini left before too i forgot left and come back so that's probably what they're referencing but i don't think this is her leaving right now i think we're gonna part ways poorly with so so what do we think is going on here? Do the OGs just get too big for their britches and Bravo has to regulate shit? Um, is this like, you know, I mean, do they just, it, it, it's like the changing of the guard where they have to like bring in new blood and, and they feel like get rid of the per- person who's been on here the longest, which kind of feels disrespectful. And I'm going to use the word, and Bravo, I do love you. And if you want to cast me, I'll, I'm here. Um, but ageist, it feels ageist. And I don't like that because... That's the beauty of the show. When have we ever watched women, like you said, of a certain age and their lives? And, you know, like, honestly, they've given me hope for my aging. Like, I'm like, I can still get drunk and act a fool when I'm in my 60s. I'm so excited for my life. But, like, they're taking it away. They're taking it away. Not watching right now. Like, sure, it's a shit show. But we just watched Beverly Hills, which was a little, like, farce and whatever. And they really don't like each other there, I think. But we watched New York. 
five women, which was weird to only see five of them, go to Mexico, and they had a girl's trip, which don't all of us wish we could have a girl's trip right now? Yes. Even in the darkest moments, I'm like, we are on vacation. We are drinking. My friends are texting me like, we have to book something. Like, can we put anything on the calendar in hopes that it stays? Like, and that's, and I'm watching 60 year old women and thinking, God, I miss my friends. And even though they're terrible, like Ramona is not a good friend to anyone. No. Ramona just sent that text to Dorinda. They sent the group text last week of the, the, do you have anger management? And then she (laughs) shit on the floor. Like, I still can't get over that. Like, I, it's not time yet. And there's a good way we can ease people in. And I don't think they're going to just wipe out New York. I don't think they can because it's like, that's also the thing with New York specifically. That is why like people get married later in New York. People have kids that like all of these women had like careers and kids yes. late or like having a second wave. And like, that's New York. New York is so special. And so my girlfriend, yes. she hates Bravo. I know it's disgusting <gasps> and horrible. I feel like I'm in an abusive relationship because of it. She watches sports and hates Bravo. It's terrible. But the one caveat, she will watch Real Housewives of New York because she loves Ramona like loves to hate her. And right. well, I think she just loves how ridiculous she is. And, and I said, why, why this over all the others? And she said, I guess she like, she like really went into like a, like the theoretical assessment. She was like, I guess it's because they're all single. And yes. so, like, so like their, like their friendships are the, are the most paramount things. Like all the other housewives, like they have kids that are like, you know, younger, they have, you know, husbands that are like getting involved in fighting annoying, but like Roni's the only one where the kids are all grown except for Leah's yep. daughter, but they're all grown. Like they're independent, they're adults. And now, I mean, for many years, they've all been single. It's beautiful. It's like a psychotic sorority of older women. And we're all, and we're so here for it. And like, that's what makes New York so unique as well. So like to get rid of one of the sorority sisters. So here's the thing. I'm like, so now I'm going to go real crazy, real conspiracy theory, real dark. Is Bravo going to be completely dismantling everything that they've ever built and like starting from fucking scratch or something? Like I'm being dead ass right now. I don't think, I think we're, I think, this week is hard and people are saying Ramona might be gone. She might not. Like I've heard every which way. I don't think Ramona is going to be axed. I don't know why. I'm just kind of hopeful, but I do think in a month we're going through all this shit again with Beverly Hills. And I think they start fit like they're around the holidays. Who do you predict? Well, I mean, half of them might not come back. If Denise doesn't come back, she she sees Denise would choose not to come back. Denise would be a choice because she also, I think she makes the most out of all the housewives across the franchises yeah. allegedly. And I think that's a problem with the other women. I think that's why they're pushing her out. But yeah. Denise not coming back, then Garcelle won't come back. Sutton like hasn't been able to be like- Sutton won't be asked back. Let's get real. No, so people want Sutton back. People want her back, but she can't, mm-hmm. she can't become full-time because her husband, won't, her ex won't let her. Right. Like, there's a whole legal issue. So like, right. so then we're still, and people are saying Brandy might be coming back. I, I, I'm not, I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed. <sighs> there's no one thirstier in the entire. Uh, yes, there is. And her name is Camille. Her name is Camille. And I can't stand her. 
Oh, those are more than Camille. But we love to pull out. We love to pull them out of the closet and be like, come back out, especially in Beverly Hills. We're just like, come here. But like New York, that's also what I don't want. I do not, above all else, want Holla, no. hey, Heather, and that's no. what people are calling for. They're like, we need Heather. And I'm like, no, we do not need Heather. Baby. We just saw Heather. We just saw Heather Bluestone Manor. She looks hey, great. Her husband's still a wiener. Please no, God, please no, God. We need, my theory is, you know who needs to come back, who's had her moment, who spiraled onto the side, Jules. I want to see what Jules is up to. I want to see what Jules is and up to. And I think that's too. a young, let's bring her in. She hangs out with Leah. Kate, the, everyone's saying Kate Chastain, which she's going to get a talk show instead. But like, I'd see her on New York. Kate's going to get a talk show? I think so. Shut up. That up? So, I don't know. Or they're like going to do like a panel. Oh, How shit. did you hear that? I don't know. And now I'm like, who am I repeating? <laughs> <laughs> rumors, rumors. Well, guys, I don't even know what my source is. So I could have dreamt that is like... How far back I'm thinking for a source, so no one quote me, because Potter. someone is either someone is either gonna come out of the woodwork and be like, "I told you that," you <laughs> or I don't have any sources, so I really don't think I could have. My only source on anything is Dumois. So. Well, that's a good one. Okay, so maybe there. Okay, so yeah. Um, so, so here's another question: Are we mad right now, Bravo? Because I feel mad. Look. I, I'd like a little more context and I think someone's going to have to put out a statement because either people are going to be, they're either upset and we'll just leave it at that. But if it comes out more and more that Bravo did make this choice over Dorinda and it wasn't mutual in any way or I'm telling leave, you a lot, like I, just from working with like major media, uh, just like for a lot, I mean, 15 years I've been in this business, you know, directly through me, also watching friends careers. I can tell you that, and things are changing right now. So like, for example, I have a podcast with Dear Media. Dear Media is a phenomenal company. They really are. They respect the talent. They, they say talent, it's your audience. We're just lucky to be able to like host you on the platform. And they fucking mean it, but they are rare. A lot of, the, and also the bigger the media company, the bigger yep. the egos. And like a lot of times it's like these very white, very wealthy, very privileged, very old men who are mostly straight, who are making all these decisions about female fucking programming, and they don't have a goddamn clue. I don't mean, you remember when they were going to put Jerry O'Connell as like his got his own show at one point? I like everyone that. was like, I liked that. I love Jerry. I love it. I like Jerry, but I was like, give it to a woman, give it to a, a gay man. I was like, yes, Jerry loves this, but you're not going to bring in the husband demographic. He's not going to watch but that. It is it's the for point. Us. But it is the point is like, you know, I think that there's a lot of like, people in these managerial positions making yes. these big, big, big decisions about talent. And honestly, they kind of don't even get the brand. You know, there's a lot of job justification, I think, that goes on at major media companies. I'm not just singling mm-hmm. out NBC Uni. Um, not, I'm not singling out Bravo. You know, I worked at Sears for many years. So, th- I mean, these are my opinions. But like, I do, I think that a lot of times people that make decisions about talent they don't even fucking know the relationship between the talent and the audience. And it's really bad. And I, and I feel like it keeps happening at Bravo with these shows. And it's like, I want to be like, do the people making the decisions even understand? Like, and then, and then we have to ask as audience members, do you guys even respect us? Do we even have opinions? Do we have voices? Or are, do you guys just think that we're all just like, 
whatever these silly stupid housewives like you know us you know the, mm-hmm. us being the housewives they just sit at home eating their bonbons you know they're drinking their their pinot grigio their chardonnay bitch i drink some fair and they're just like you know oh they'll like who we give them it doesn't matter another woman who's drunk who cares like we are attached to these people we are attached to these women we care about this talent you're like it's not just plug and play. I mean, like, for example, when Bethany leaves, we knew she wanted to leave. So it's like, fine, we want, we want Roni to still exist and, and to survive. But like, if they wipe out the entire cast, I might have to start like, I don't know, boycotting and shit. I just, it's, I thought the four made sense. And Dorinda has her issues. And that is the only thing I think we kind of know, we visually see Ramona be unbearable. I can't imagine how she is with production, but she's also, like you said, this is her family. She's probably had close to the same crew in her apartment since Avery was 10. So, Avery? She, yeah, so she's like very close to these people. Dorinda, probably very close to these people. But I kind of just have a feeling that I don't want to jump on the like, what the fuck Bravo bandwagon too quickly. Okay. Because I think they're seeing another side of Dorinda outside of what we're seeing that is not going well. On our screens, Dorinda is having a moment. Like you said, what is she doing behind the scenes? Is she snapping off at Sonia for one thing? Did someone come into her house with their shoes on and she chewed their head off? Is she, and I'm, this is all allegedly, like not even allegedly, like I just made that theory up, but I'm just saying like, I think it, it was like, I think some people also don't know when to leave. And I think Bravo has to like, be like, this isn't healthy. I think that's why Andy's like, leave the door. Wow, you're really giving, you're giving the benefit of the doubt. Well, and you know what? To be fair, they're never opposed to bringing somebody back. Right. I've seen it many a time. Yes. And I think Dorinda is a like big candidate for comeback if her people are still there. I just think the weirdest thing is Dorinda connected to Leah more than Ramona and Sonia does. Luann, yes. But I feel like I, I don't want a bunch of Leah's friends coming in. No, neither. Like, and this I, isn't it's not insulting against ready. Leah. No. I just Roni, Leah's a great addition, but Roni is Roni. Like, don't you don't it, don't do it. We have to like it's gonna be like Leah could eventually be the Ramona. And she'd probably hate that comparison, <laughs> but I mean like the longest standing woman on the franchise. Eventually it will like the scale will tip. But I I feel like we're not giving these women their due respect if we just start shoving out them like their carcasses just like go be go age by yourself on the side of the road. Like it's horrible. But I do think Dorinda, I don't know, I don't think Dorinda is the nicest off camera either. I think we just really liked Dorinda early seasons. And I had heard she was kind of mm, to people at BravoCon. I will say I've like, met her a million mm-hmm. times and every time I have to reintroduce myself. Now, I'm not special. I'm not important. But like, I mean, I really like, it got to a point where I'm like, girl. I mean, and just side note, I will say, Kelly Kalorn Ben Simone met her once ran into her randomly, not into her. We just happened to be at the same fashion show of fashion week, like um, two months after I interviewed her. Taylor, oh my God. So I was like, but I will say, 
I forget everybody's fucking face too. So I can't really hold that against Dorinda. Right. Just saying. I, just saying. But like, I don't know. Think of like, I, I just think Dorinda, I, I can see that Dorinda maybe got too big for her britches. Like Dorinda's bringing on Caroline Stanberry's ex like makeup artist, like as her, he's got like a moment, Luke, when Luke started circling around, like Dorinda's hanging out with Carol and Bethany this summer at her pool in the Berkshires. Like I'm a little like, were people saying, this is, you got to step back. I think Bethany could have told her as someone who tried to have like a, this is a crisis moment with her two seasons ago. Right. I think Bethany might've been like, this isn't on camera. This isn't playing well. This isn't healthy. And you're going to regret this. So that's where I think like between Bravo and Bethany and just Dorinda kind of not accepting anyone's feedback this entire season, she stepped back and Bravo was like, let's you step back. We'll step back. Let's revisit. Okay. Okay. I, you actually made me feel better because I feel like it's not the but end. I feel like it's caught. I'll change my mind in an hour. Like, I have another question. And we'll do another episode. I know, right? Because it'll be different. Before I let you go, I do have to ask you because this, this thought has crossed my mind because I love selling sunsets so much. And like, I need a season four and I need a reunion. And I need like, I need like executive producing a la like uh, Andy Cohen style, like real bad up in that bitch. Mm-hmm. Do we think is Netflix coming for Bravo with the reality TV fire? Because they're coming out with a new show called million dollar house or something. It looks like a summer house, but like in a fucking baller house. I just saw the news today. So I'm like, and it's, I, I mean, I, I'm just saying, is could this be the cha- like the changing of the guard in terms of the network we turned to? We, we, I mean, I'm old, okay? MTV was where it was at oh, reality yeah. television. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, this channel called Bravo popped up and they've been the reigning, you know, reigning supreme for what? A, a decade? But these things tend to move in 10-year cycles. Is well, Netflix going to take over? Andy always said, like, there is going to come a time when it doesn't, like, filter the way you want it to, and it's not going the right way. You hear that? No, what is he's it? Like, he's like, grab an ice in the kitchen. <laughs> like, I'm just like, five more minutes. It's okay. No, but I mean, that's, uh, you know, we, but this may be, like, this, people do want to see, like, the mess that just was the last 20 seconds on your podcast. like which I do think these women have all got really good at perfecting like what they want to show. Like you said, they're putting up the filters and Netflix, maybe you're going to get the more desperate talent, like how Vanderpump Rules started and they had nothing and they had no following and they had to make it themselves. Yeah, I think you don't have to make it yourself anymore on Bravo. You get to come in, grab onto those coattails, yep. maybe pull the other one down and you're on top. And it's kind of like a, what is that called when you eat, uh, you're eating yourselves or cannibalism? cannibalism? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like they're cannibalizing themselves. These women, like someone's too good. And I've said before, like, we've got a lot of way too big personalities, I think. And that's why like a Tinsley didn't get enough respect because a Tinsley is a supporting actress and she wins the Emmy every year. Right. But you want to know who's going to win the leading actress and they're all fighting for that. So Tinsley just walks in and is like, I can do this, this, this is my life, shows enough, goes home. The other ones, and she left happy. She did she leave left happy. At peace 
I don't think a lot of them leave at peace. Like you said, or they get pushed out. When I leave this earth, I want to go out like Tinsley. Tinsley. That's what I want to just like be waving at the door mid, well, not mid season. That sounds dark, but like, <laughs> like I just want to like, I just, you know, with my dogs happy. I just think, I don't know. I, I think we're kind of, Bravo has had to probably check a lot of people recently. I think BravoCon, I heard that it was like, that's why things came out so late is because half those people just were so lazy signing their contracts and being like demanding. So like, I think these people think they are the show. They are the whole Bravo. And every that's, season they're bragging about their will kill it every time. I can tell you, I, mm-hmm. my personal opinion, the key to success in this industry is being able to check your ego. Because if you can yeah. do that, you can have longevity. The second you get too big for your britches, that's the beginning of the end because nobody has time for it. Okay, you've just totally flipped me. You've just completely flipped me. Now, like, Think I would, I came in so season. mad at Bravo and now I'm so mad at Dorinda. Come on, Think Dorinda. Get season. it together. Yep. Like, Lu- Luann did not check her ego. Life is a cabaret. They all were like, are you this delusional? Luann had to have a wake-up check. Look who's had the best season of her maybe career. She has been the voice of reason, which is frightening. Frightening. And then there's Dorinda, who did not check her ego, who got too big, and she cannot accept anyone else. So she's putting blockers up every episode. And I get that. Like, I know they're not going to show everything. I know right. she's not going to pour her out all the time. Like, I get it. I don't think I could do reality TV if I had to give that much. But it's not going to work out, and Bravo's going to get mad. And they're the one writing the checks. <sighs> I guess it comes down to the old adage, don't bite the hand that feeds you. Wow. I don't know how I feel. I'm going to feel probably differently in an hour. <laughs> That's what I said. Like, you're going to message me and be like, all right, the episode's up, but I'm going to listen back and I'll be like, oh, shit, I don't believe that. That's not what I think. So Lucy and I will do, be doing these for the next month straight and with, com- with the same day. topic with completely different opinions. Um, we are out of time, Lucy. Thank you so much for joining me. I mean, listen, this is a time of need for all of us. Yes. So reach out, reach out to those around you, reach out to your Real Housewives friends. They need you too. Yes. We need support right now in these dark, dark days. Oh my God. Well, anyway, uh, fuck selling sunset. (laughs) (laughs) Screw them. They are old news today. Whatever. Old news today. I don't even care about the conspiracy theories. Romaine and Mary were married. Who gives a shit? Uh, Maybe we'll get to that eventually. But Lucy, thank you for joining me. Literally, we just, we literally, this is our second podcast we've done. (laughs) Two weeks and neither of them are out. Like everyone's like, who is this guest? (laughs) Um, If you don't know, go follow her at Lucy on the ground, um, at Lucy on the ground rocks. And she's private because she's smart and you have to follow her. But I'm telling you, well worth it. Her content is just so good. She's got this scoop. It's funny. She's an addict just like us. It, my contact's pretty dark right now, but I'm good. Yeah, I, I could tell you were having a day. I was like, yeah, blink twice mm-hmm. if you need help, Lucy. Lucy, thank you so much for joining me, sweetie. You guys, um, that's it for us this week. Make sure to tune in next week for another amazing podcast. Until then, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Um, have a great one. Bye, girl. Bye. <laughs>